When they are consuming your minds and your thoughts and your dreams, from the angels to the demons and to the mysteries unseen, there is no need to worry. There is no need for dread. It's just time to discuss the thing at the foot of the bed. Happy Halloween! If you're just tuning in, you're listening to 105.3 and 107.7 out of the beautiful city of New Orleans, Louisiana, to the thing at the foot of the bed on United <laughs> Public Radio Network. You should have given me that ahead of time, Dave. I went out. <laughs> I forgot I had it. Okay, so you're listening to the thing at the foot of the bed on United Public Radio Network, otherwise known as UFO, Paranormal Radio Network, or just UPRN. Sorry, guys, a little discombobulated. I'm thinking, why is why is our music not playing? And I'm hitting the background instead of the videos we're supposed to play. Anyways, I am one of the hosts of the show here. Uh, my name is Laura Lee Potvin. I will introduce my amazing co-host in just a few seconds to get our housekeeping things out of the way. I'm a Canadian clairvoyant medium, crystal Reiki energy healer, Akashic Records practitioner, spiritual teacher and mentor and registered nurse. I am also the host of my own show on Monday nights here on UPRN called The Angel Rock from 6 to 8 p.m. And we got people in the chat already. We're going to call you out as soon as we get all our our little housekeeping things out of the way. Thank you for being here. This is our first. I I even didn't even ask Dave, but I just planned it in the way of that. It's our first annual, I said, Dave, Halloween party online. And um, if you want to join in that conversation, we've got lots of people in the chat already. So where you can head over to is UFO Paranormal Radio and United Public. I see it's got both on there now on Facebook and YouTube on our channel. You can go to my amazing co-host David Hansel's The Spirit Experience on Facebook and his YouTube channel. You can also see it on my YouTube channel, The Angel Rock uh, with Laura Lee Potvin and my profile. And we are streaming to you on our network's TV channel on Roku. It's United Public Radio and 
sorry, United UFO Paranormal and United Public. So if you want to find it, you're going to search. You just actually have to type in UFO Space P in the channel store and you will find it. And uh, many of the shows are broadcasting on there. So be sure to check it out. And I always, oh, if you like what you see, please like, share and subscribe. There's something for everybody on this network. We have over 25 years worth of content. We have multiple shows broadcasting daily. And when we're not broadcasting live, we have the archive server going back 25 years up to present day, plays randomly, different shows. There's something for everyone. I'm going to tell you, I know we've got a lot of new hosts and shows coming up very, very soon. Lastly, you saw that little promo I put together. We okay. are having a UFO Paranormal host panel party the night of Halloween, October 31st. That's a Tuesday next week from 8 p.m. to Eastern Standard Time to we shall see. It's going to be lots of fun. Anyways, I'm going to introduce my amazing co-host. Hey, you guys. My name is David Hansel. I am a spiritual medium, and I am dressed up as a person. As a medium. <laughs> yeah, I'm dressed up. Yeah, I'm a medium. Ooh, no, I'm kidding. I really am. I really am. I really am. No, I, I didn't. Um, I have a hard time wearing makeup, so I couldn't throw anything on. And I was going to do my favorite costume is always if I when I wear one would be Max from, um, um, uh, oh my God, why can't where I the think wild of things are, you said where the wild things are, right? Where the wild things are. Yeah. yeah. That was one of my favorite books. And I was a kid and I, I actually loved the movie. A lot of people didn't like the movie, but I did. I thought it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. It was cute. Yeah. It was weird with the voices of the monsters. I didn't quite put the voices to the monsters the way they would have. But other than that, I liked the movie. Um, anyway, I am a spiritual medium and a um, and a uh, clairvoyant, clairaudient, clair everything. And tonight we're just going to talk about a lot of spooky stuff. And you know what else I did as a surprise? Because I have this AI that I play with. And I thought beforehand... I'm going to ask AI to write a scary Halloween story about David and Laura Lee um, going to investigate a haunted house. And it did. <laughs> so, share that. so I'll read it. Yeah, I'll read it. I, I'm not going to read it too much. I read a little bit of it, but it's not super long. It's I told them to write a short story. Um, but uh, it looks really quite interesting, except for the fact I think there's a part and it looks like David and Laura Lee are a little frightened in this haunted house, which that wouldn't happen. That wouldn't happen. <laughs> I <ain't scared laughs> yeah. yeah. Ghostbusters. No, I, yeah. I, well, I won't say because I've been on investigations where I had, you know, jump scares. I mean, if I, if, yeah, I don't if, like if someone were to fall behind me in the dark, I'd probably go, what the hell was that? Well, before you start, okay, so I was looking at scary videos, and my I have wonderful neighbors. My neighbor, I believe, has a new girlfriend, and she, I guess she was dropping something off over lunch. She wasn't home, and I hadn't really met her, and I'm sitting on the front steps, and I'm checking out videos, and there was a jump scare, one of them, and I go, ah, and I scream, and she looks over and goes, sorry, watching scary videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. funny. Well, I felt like a weirdo. That. That's that's the only thing that I like about Halloween. But yeah, I'm one of those weird people, though. I'd I'd wear a costume in the middle of July if I felt like it. You know, I just no, nope, yeah, I, I don't care. And I've got my um some other co-hosts. I got these ghosts here: ghost one, ghost two, ghost three, pumpkin. 
And you can't see my mansion. And you can't see my sign now. It says fortune teller, palm reading, past, present, and future. I think I have that one. I was going to decorate because this wall's quite blank. This is actually a curtain. And I, because I put my green screen up, I was telling Dave before, and I thought, why don't we try the green screen tonight? It's really cool backgrounds, but it really competes with the bandwidth. And it's cloudy here. It's been miserable. And I thought, no, nah, we don't need that if we want to share something. So it's up here. You know what I will show you? I didn't even show you this. And you can't see it. I have Ooh, to. Lovely. I made this, but what it is, okay, oh, that's beautiful. It's a rib cage in the back, and you're supposed to be able to tuck flowers in. I don't know how you're supposed to see them, but it's got all little, oh, sorry, it's got all little eating things. And then, of course, our, our co-host tonight, too, Murray Peterson, has his own little little hat on tonight, too. I made him a hat. And then I have, yes. what I, <laughs> I have what I um, call my mother. <laughs> No, my mom's not a witch. You know what? You know what, though? When you're, this is funny, and this is what's weird in my family. Me and my mom, for now, I grew up, you know, with a lot of activity in the house, and I was the kid who they, you know, did all the stuff to, which is fine. Um, but as I got older, when I was around, it was, me. it was somewhere after the time where I saw my first... I mean, when I saw this apparition, I mean, this apparition was like a real apparition. I mean, it was there. It was, you could have almost touched it. That, after that, somehow after the scares and everything, when I would come in at night, my mom used to hide around the corner and she would scare me. And then I would scare her. That was the game we would do. I mean, it was, it was absolutely sick. Because <laughs> well, you, I mean, you were both in agreement, I guess it's okay. No, gosh, not really, because it was, oh, my gosh, sometimes I would come home. I was, like, 18, 19 at the time, and I worked at this bar down the road. And I'd come in at, like, 3 in the morning. It'd be all dark in the house, and I would I would walk in, and I wouldn't, you know, turn on the lights or anything. I'd just use, like, my lighter at the time I smoked cigarettes. Mm -hmm. And so I would use my lighter to walk through the house, and she would freaking run around, jump her off from the corner and just go, rah, and scare me. And then I would get her back later on, and then it would just, this just went back and forth. And it got to the point where you're just afraid to walk in the house at any point because people were just going to jump out and scare you. My That's brother kind of did that. Yeah, my yeah. brother did that, and I did. That's why I don't like them. But you know what? I forgot to shout out. I always shout out. We're gonna say hi in just a minute, Dave. Anytime you want to read the AI story, I think that's a great idea. We were even talking about doing some ITC tonight, even guys. We may do that as well. We're just gonna go mm -hmm. with the flow and see where spirit sends us. So um, I wanted What's to say hi to everybody quick. Okay, well, let me just mention these channels first. Oh. Of all. I always give them a shout out. I give Grizzly True Crime, love them, Gisela Kay. Uh, check out the Alan Greenberg case, please. I could not remember poor Gavin's name uh, when I was mentioning it on the Angel Rock. Um, if you want to know about the details of the case, it's on gavinfish.com, as well as Grizzly True Crime has a whole um, playlist uh, going through all the details. This poor fam uh, girl's family needs a lot of help. There's something rotten in Philadelphia, we'll say, and she, her death was labeled a unaliving by her own hand, and she had 20 stabbed wounds, 10 to the front, 10 to the back, but the thing that just gets me, the nurse and me, two of those, the worst of them to the back of the scalp, were um, they, she supposedly obtained them, we'll say, when I say supposedly she, is where I'm going with this, after she died. I don't know anybody that can stab themselves after they've died. 
I, I really don't. Um, it's a talent that I don't think many people have. No. And the problem is her family, um, Josh and Sandy, her parents are getting older. This was their only child. Um, she was an adult. She was engaged to be married. There's a lot of stuff going on. And this case needs attention. These people have spent over half a million dollars. They're just even willing to accept if they will reverse the decision of cause of death is unknown, but they would ideally, this case needs to be reopened and justice needs to be done. And the other uh, channel I love is Surviving the Survivor with Josh Waldman. Great group of friends and people there. Uh, hashtag, he's got best guests in true crime. That's how I know Dam Rogers. I've met her from both those places. Lastly, because we're doing paranormal and spooky, uh, love. If you ever want to check, I think the Foreman brothers are awesome. You got Paranormal Nightmare. They usually do the recorded show on the Friday. They release it on YouTube and they interact yep. with the people there. Saturdays, they'll take you live while they're filming. And then uh, the Paranormal Files and even Twin Paranormal. These guys are up and coming. Uh, get a little hyper when activity happens. I'll warn you about that. But I think their hearts are in the right place. I think we need to give people a shout out up and comers. So let's say hello, Dave. Who do you want to you want to start? Oh my goodness. We're let's right go down the Annie's in. Hello, Annie. Hi, Howie. Hi, John Ross. Hi, Dem Rogers. Um, hi, Nicole Thomas Ryan. Hi, Ken Stuckla. You're like Dracula, but it's Stuckula. I went Ken's to high school with Ken, and we forgot Howie. You forgot Howie. I didn't get to Howie yet. Howie. Oh, oh okay. And Sandra. Yeah, I skipped it because I know I had Howie like several times, and I had. Oh, okay. I should have known. I should have uh, known. That's okay. It's okay. I hope you guys are all doing well so far. And anybody else just listening who doesn't want to um, say who they are, hello to you as well. Nicole um, says she loves Twin Paranormal. I do too, because I think those guys' hearts are in the right place. And the I've never I heard them. of it. Yeah. They're the only twins, identical twins in the paranormal. And these guys have built up. I remember watching them. Well, and they had, no, like, the Booth brothers. The Booth brothers, are the Booth brothers are twins as well. Identical? I don't know. Oh, maybe not. Maybe they're these not. These guys are identical identical it's river and ryan and their best friend um garrett no wyatt sorry wyatt wyatt my why am i having such a problem with names tonight sorry guys and uh i i've watched them they barely had ten thousand followers and they are on their way to eight hundred thousand. i watched the paranormal files with colin brown the other night that was a crazy video I got to tell you, that kid, I give him so much credit. He investigates with his family. And um, it was a three-hour documentary he usually puts out every week. The activity and the stuff that happened, I'm trying to remember where they investigated, but they broke a record for a live audience. There were over 7 million, I think 7 million people live. I want to say 7. It was a huge number. No, maybe 700,000. I don't know what it was, but it was a huge number for him. They broke a record. So check them out. Check them out for sure. So Howie says he wears a costume in July. And uh, let's see. Howie says, let's party. Let me run home and get my gear. Well, we may have some people on tonight. If you guys want to... Um, if we're going to do some ITC or you've got some questions or most of the people we know in the chat here anyways, we're not being, you know, just exclusive or anything like that. But if we know you and you're here, you know, then we'll see where the show goes. We might be able to bring you on. Yes. Tonight, tonight we're going to break our own rule and probably pop some people on 
yes. um, as we go through the show for this special thing. Mm -hmm. um, so if anybody has anything or suggests something, go for it. Just let us know. Who is that again that broke the record? Who the is that again paranormal that files. I don't think it was 7 million. I think of it, but it was a record. Uh, I want to say 70,000. He had in nine years of being on YouTube and it was actually his anniversary for nine years being on YouTube. It's Colin Browen and his father will investigate him. He used to be an ophthalmologist. He's so cool. He goes, his name's Jeff, but everybody calls him Papa Spooks. And in this investigation, his mama was there with him too. She's Mama Spooks or Mary. And then his brother-in-law, um, Connor. His wife used to go out and investigate with him. I find she doesn't do that so much anymore. I haven't asked why, but I know you did, Dan Rogers, and I need to give you guys a heads up. I had plans on Monday night to do a solo show. Then I had a friend who you guys are going to love. I've had her on my shows since before I did my previous network. Her name is Varla Ventura. Howie, I'm sure we'll know who that is. You guys, you could listen to her for hours and never be bored. She writes about the strange, the unusual, the paranormal, werewolves, va uh, vampires, fairies, mermaids, banshees. Believe me, it's going to be an amazing show. So we will get to those stories. Don't you worry. <laughs> but I did see them. And thank you for sending them in for everybody that did. So I think, um, did you, did you pull some, I pulled, I had some videos, but I didn't send them I to do. you. To put, I'll let you pull those in because some of the ones I did, I was like, as I looked at them, I'm like, I don't think those are scary. Okay. Let me do you want me to start off by reading the scary AI yeah, story? Yeah, go ahead while I'm setting things up. That would be great. Thank you. Okay, so while Laura Lee sets things up, um, I have an assist that I use. Sometimes I write so much and I use it to like correct my stuff. But anyway, I just, I didn't plug in anything special to it. All I said was to write a scary Halloween story. And I said, the characters' names are David and Laura Lee. And the show is the... Uh, uh, our show is the thing at the foot of the bed and just kind of scary podcast story to see what it would come up with. <clears throat> this is what it has come up with. So as I'm reading it, this is my first time as well. Okay. So the title of this scary story is the silent whispers of echo house. <gasps> Ooh, that's where we went to investigate at echo house. If you guys heard of it, Billions of murders happen there, like oh, one wow. every day for like 17 years. So <laughs> it's filled with ghosts. But anyway, so here we go. Podcast hosts David and Laura Lee had a popular show called The Thing at the Foot of the Bed, wow. where they investigated supposedly haunted locations worldwide, debunking myths with science and humor. Ah, they, they actually, this thing knows us and we didn't even... Um, this Halloween, they decided to do a special live episode from the infamous Echo House, a deteriorated mansion with a chilling reputation on the outskirts of their town. The plan was simple. Spend the night in the house recording their experiences for their listeners. On Halloween night, they set up their microphones and began broadcasting. Yeah. The house creaked and groaned around them as they joked about the spooky ambience. As the night wore on, they moved to different rooms, narrating their experiences, making light of the shadows of the creeping chill. Their lighthearted banter filled the empty mansion with inter was interrupted when Laura Lee said, Did you hear that, David? What? David asked. I did. 
um, pausing in the in the background, their listeners could hear a faint, eerie whisper, like a breathy chant in an unknown language. That wasn't you, Laura Lee asked. Her voice, a mix of fear and disbelief. David affirmed that it wasn't him, and their banter was replaced with an uneasy silence. The whispers grew louder, surrounding them in an eerie cataphony, whatever that would be. Their listeners hooked to the live broadcast could only imagine the terror as David and Laura Lee decided to find the source of the whispers. That's something we would do. Yes. Um, <laughs> we're, we're stupid. It's just, just push that bloody knife aside and go in that room and look. Yeah. Um, so they followed the sound to a sealed off room in the basement. Of course. With some effort, oh, not they managed, yeah, with some effort, they managed to force the door open. It was Laura Lee, not David. I couldn't force open a pickle jar. Um, so revealing a room filled with antique recording equipment. The whispers abruptly stopped the moment they entered the room, leaving an unsettling silence. The room was cold and the air felt thick with a sense of dread. In the middle of the room was an old dust-covered phonograph, its needle frozen on an ancient worn-out vinyl record. Laura Lee, feeling a strange pull, of course, reached out and placed the needle back to the start of the record. Of the course I did. Voice, the, the, of course you did, Laura Lee. I was playing done. Rush before we started, you guys. I, I know, Rush and now we're playing screws up. So the whispering voices began again, louder this time, and were accompanied by a chilling wind that swept through the room, causing them both to shiver. Suddenly, the recording equipment around them sprang to life. The speakers crackled and began to play back their own voices from earlier in the night, their jovial laughter, how sounding eerily mocking in the gloom. They whispered voices. The whispered voices from the phonograph seemed to be responding to their recorded voices, creating a terrifying dialogue between the living and the unknown. Terrified, they decided to end the live broadcast and leave the house. As they packed their equipment, the whispers grew in a furious crescendo, and then suddenly everything went silent. The house was just an old, quiet mansion once again. Back at their studio, huh, we have a studio now. Have a studio. David and Laura Lee played the recording of the night. To their horror, the whispers were still present in their, their audio, but now they could understand them. The voices were saying, welcome home, over and over again. Afterwards, they never spoke of that night, but their listeners swear that sometimes during the quiet moments in their podcast, they can still hear those whispering voices in the background, a chilling reminder of the Halloween night at the Echo House. That was excellent. Like, to, like honestly, that was so good. And you didn't have it to- It wasn't too bad. And it, and it actually, it doesn't know us. And it actually picked out one. It kept referring to whispers. My website is theywhispertome.com because yeah. I hear everything like a whisper. Yeah. And, and it just made us funny, which is, this is actually probably how we would act, except for the really, in real life, Dave and Laura Lee would have sat in that room, pulled up chairs and started chatting with them. Yes. That's exactly what would have happened. I guarantee you that would have happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we wouldn't have been scared. Absolutely. And they would have said, welcome home. And we said, well, thanks. Okay, so speaking of that, that's what reminded me. So I was using, I know a lot of people don't care for apps on the phone. Um, I've seen some interesting results with this app. They are paranormal investigators. Let me drop, pull up the name so I get it proper. Um, so I was trying it out before and I had the camera on me. I hadn't turned it around to just look at the surroundings. Let me get the name of it. I want to make sure I got the right name here. It is um, Ghost Tube. And as I'm playing it, 
all of a sudden this voice, the voice comes through and says, rest in peace. And I did have something sad happen today uh, with a kitty, not my own long story. We'll get into it. But then I thought about it. My phone is staring at my face. I was supposed to look like a skull. Like there's no way they actually thought that I was dead. Did they (laughs) like rest (laughs) in peace? (laughs) That's hilarious. I thought it was funny. I did. And then they have a new app. And where I've seen this used, because I was like, what the heck is this thing they're using? And again, I'm going to go back to Paranormal Nightmare. They actually use these apps and they test stuff out in their investigations. And it's called, hang on, I got a double, oh, oh, I got to use my other phone. I had it on this one. And it makes this ringing bell sound almost. And um, then an image pops up through AI. Okay, now it's not going to show me. Hang on. How am I going to find this? Give me one sec. It's through the Ghost Tube app, but it it I get I don't know quite how it works, if it picks up the energy or what it's searching for exactly. But the whole point is it then shows if you're communicating with a spirit what they're trying to show you with a picture. And right after I did that, I thought, oh well, we'll try it. It's called Ghost Tube Seer. And Lo and behold, what does the picture come up? I sent you a couple pictures. I tried it a couple days ago and it was creepy what came up outside and I had no voices coming through. Hi, Jane. She says, boo, boo. Um, boo, boo. So, so after I get rest in peace with the ghost talker, I shut that down and I think, well, let's let's try ghost tubes here. It sends me, not a word of a lie, looks like the headless horseman on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> like do they, there's no way these apps think i'm dead right <laughs> i know they think you're dead well maybe it saw your face it's like skeleton she's dead i don't know i just <laughs> thought it was funny like know, it was- i had and this is creepy but it's not spooky and it didn't happen on halloween but when i was a child um i was probably about nine eight seven between seven and nine right around there but i used to go up the road to play with these two kids at the end of this like dead end type of thing. And um, the boy lived in this big wooden house and the girl lived across the street and she always had a sweater on and she was always cold. And I don't remember her name. It is so weird. But the weird thing about this whole story is for the, for at least a year, I played with those two. I would leave my house. I would go walk down because this is back in the you know seventies. Yeah. We could we could leave without you know fear of our parents you know getting yeah uh, taken away. But Absolutely. so we went to this. We'd go to the boy's house and we would go. And I remember one time he we went over there. He wanted to have lunch. He said, "Let's have lunch." And he went into the cupboard and grabbed one can of corned beef cash. There wasn't anything else in these cupboards or anything. Wow. He just grabbed that and he grabbed three spoons and said, let's go in the attic. And then that's what we did. We all went up to the attic. I remember even during the day, the attic was dark, but you could see points of light coming through like cracks in the wood. And it's, I still can remember the smell of that place. And we used to play up there, just tell stories and talk and the thing that was weird when you look back at it, he brought the one can that one time of corned beef hash. We all had a spoon and ate it. And he wasn't starving or nothing. That's just what he, you know, kids, we brought up a snack. And then after that, we would go across. I went to the girl's house one time. And this is the weird how it all started. This went on for a while. I don't know how long. We are friends. And I don't remember going to school with them, which was odd. But I went over to the girl's house one time and I knocked on the girl's door and 
it sounded like the mom saying, come in, she'll be right in. And I said, okay. And I walked in and there was like kids toys everywhere, but there was nobody in the house. It was just the, the girl wasn't there. Nobody was there. It was just a house full of kids toys. And I walked back out of the house and that scared me enough. I was going to go home and tell my mom that, um, I went over by that girl's house and there's nobody in there, but somebody said, come in and they didn't really believe me, but I guess my parents went down there and they said, which house is it? And I said, it's the blue house on the right. It's the blue house. It's like a short ranch. And my parents go, there's no blue house on the right. I said, yes, there is. She lives there. And I said, the, the boy, he lives almost right across the street. He lives in that three-story house. You can see the attic on the top. They're like, there's not a house there. And I sh shoot you not for the longest time. It had to be almost a, a, at least a year. Maybe. I don't know. I would go over to that house and all three of us would play in that house. And they said, that I had house a funny feeling. So these kids were in spirit. Cause I was, you haven't told me this story before, but I was wondering if that's who you were playing with. Were they spirits? I, 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 yeah, well, I don't know. I wrote, I got it written in my book because I, I, that memory wasn't really there that much. And after my coma at my age, you know, I was 49 years old when that happened, people would say, Oh, you don't remember your childhood. And I didn't. Well, I'd lost a lot of my memory. So I didn't remember my childhood. But as memories would come back, yeah. my memories of my childhood started coming back really strong. And people <laughs> were saying, how are you remembering that at your age? I'm like, I don't know. I have mm -hmm. certain parts of my childhood that are like, they're so clear. And there's like, I was like four. Some when I was like six. I mean, and I know the week went on. But these kids, they, the houses up there, I got on my phone. Um, this was about a couple of years ago. I got on my phone to look up where that, like to see on Google maps that where that house is from my house and that house isn't there. And I'm like, I said to my mom, I went over there. I'm like, did they tear down that house? And then she's like, which house? I'm like the three-story house that was in front of the barbershop. She's like, there wasn't a three-story house there. I'm like, yes, there was. Don't make me crazy. Don't gaslight me. I'm not crazy. But I do to this day, and I don't know why that memory is there, and the memory is strong. I mean, it's literally a memory. Mm -hmm. They're not there. The houses aren't there. And my mom and dad said they were never there, those houses. I downloaded a video to show something very similar, not with children, but it's a similar, it's a similar type video. If you want, I'll show it. And you even see the guy going to shake looks like somebody else's hand but there's nobody oh there. i saw so, those videos yeah no, this is videos. a different one this was a new one i had not seen you might have seen it off of tiktok I might have it's seen a it. newer one because i've seen many like this but maybe you've seen it but they may not have seen it oh, they so, may not have so but anyway um so i saw these so i have a memory of playing with these two kids mm -hmm. from two separate houses i can tell you what the houses look like inside that's how much I remember them. I remember where the bathroom is in the boys' house, where the kitchen is. I remember where the cupboard was. I thought it was odd that there was nothing in any of the cupboards except for the one can of corned beef hash and the three spoons in the drawer. That was it. There was nothing. And that's what tipped me off when I thought, I, I guess maybe as a kid, I didn't think about it. But when I had the memory of it again, I'm like, that is weird. And I wrote it in, in I wrote it in, it's in my book in the beginning because this was back in the time too, 
when I was that age, um, I was, we, our house was disgustingly haunted. I guess you could say it wasn't really haunted because nothing was there um, that died there that stayed there or anything, but there's activity all over the place. I mean, we used to have sparks fly out of the um, electrical sockets. I've had plugs come unplug and plug themselves back in. They would open doors and shut doors, the attic doors. They would, um, I told you about the fireplace that they turned on that wasn't plugged in. Mm-hmm. And that was, and you guys, if you had this stuff when you're younger, it's like, of course, you know, there's ghosts at this point. There's nothing that anybody on this, and I'm skeptical of a lot of stuff, but some of the stuff I saw as a child, it's like, you cannot tell me that that didn't happen. And I, there's people with me that happened. I have two cousins and my brothers and everything. Well, my other brother had passed now, but my younger brother wasn't around yet. Uh, but all these, everybody's seen these things. And the weird one I was telling, I think I told Laura Lee about it. And that we had one of those old 70s fireplaces and we had walked into um me and my cousin Pam walked into the room where my brother and my cousins were all sitting and they were watching Hee Haw or something on TV. And we're standing there, little kids, and all of a sudden that fireplace turns on. And we all just stand there and looked. And I don't know, somebody said, Pam, go shut that off. And she goes to shut off the fireplace. And she's like, it's not plugged in. And I know. We all ran. Yeah, yeah, we ran. The fireplace wasn't even plugged in. It just went on. So there was no electricity coming through it. It had like the fake log with the light in it that turned. And I made remember, it yeah. And yeah. And that what started going, but it wasn't plugged in. So we had some pretty strange stuff. But let's show them this video that has to do with, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot. Well, of no, I don't have that one uploaded. I have a different one. I'll pull that oh, one up. And say hi to Jonathan. Jonathan, I know you're just tuning in. We're talking about we're going to probably do some ITC tonight, intertrans communication. So the beauty in that is, guys, that um, you can ask questions if you want of the spirits as well if they come through on the devices, and we'll see what kind of answers we get. Or, like mm-hmm. I said, we may have a different people on towards a little bit longer, maybe the last hour in the show uh, for short periods to do some ITC with devices and things like that. So, but this video, hang on. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Jonathan. It's Maybelline. (laughs) (laughs) I was outside and my neighbor came over and she goes, it's not Halloween yet. And I go, well, it is tonight. And then yeah. she came over because the uh, poor little kitty got hit on the road today. And it was a long story that happened in front of her house, but she hadn't come out. So she was asking me what happened. And then these two ladies are going by walking and they start stopping and they're staring and they're pointing and pointing. And then I said, I know it looks, it might look scary from afar. And they go, you're real? We thought it was a real skeleton or something. <laughs> So funny. it was funny. Okay, so and it's cracking because this is my this is my before I play. You can't it, tell. You can't tell on screen at all. No, I was gonna say though, this is my dedication to this. I did buy makeup and everything for it. I good old Martha Stewart had a great tutorial. Well, the makeup I bought was crap. So this is how dedicated I am, guys. Grab non-toxic white paint. <laughs> That's why it's cracking. <laughs> oh no. Okay, okay, let's play this. Um so this is creepy things caught on camera. So hang on. There's a few different clips. I'm ready for bed. It's just a peaceful night here. Okay, look up in the corner. Yeah, I'm ready to go to bed myself. What the fuck is that? 
It might be hard to see. Oh, God! Escucha, hágale, pero hágale suavecito. Espera, espera. Hágale. I can see where I scream. <laughs> I got goosebumps. Look how freaking bright that is. This is amazing. Yeah, so these. That was not just hey, It's hard to see in that one. Sure. <laughs> no. Okay, so let me stop that. I want to remind people if you're listening, because I keep forgetting, and wonderful Carrie Lynn here reminding me um, that 80% of our listening audience is, is actually audio. So if you're hearing that and you're wondering where the video came from, it's on TikTok and it was it's called um, the scariest video or paranormal caught on camera or something to that effect. That's where I got a lot of these videos looking it up. So I'm going to give Carrie Lynn a shout out because I had said to her, um, she is the host of Spirit Switchboard on Fridays from 5 p.m. to uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And she's awesome and very gifted with spirit and mediumship and connecting and she does paranormal investigating so I said uh, we may do some ITC later on um, maybe we'll get a couple people on if you want to come on and we can Carrie then does have some devices I know Jonathan does too um, she goes hi David hi Laura Lee and how he says hi to Carrie Lynn so um, Carrie Lynn though said ha 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 that made me jump that was when I was watching on my front steps when that guy poked up the rafters into the thing and that face was oh. there and I went <laughs> I was on the front That's We had a when I was a little boy, we had at my cousin Pam's house, um, they had a peeper and it wasn't a ghost, but there is a guy and it scared all of us. We were all sitting in the kitchen and and you could look above the kitchen window, and this guy puts his face in the middle of the night right up to the window. You never heard five people oh, scream. Dear God. So loud. Yeah. I tried to find like, I was talking about though where the guy is up. Oh, this is it. So let me upload it here, guys. At a factory okay. when he noticed something. Okay, so I'm gonna play it for you. You're gonna be watching this. The security guard captures unexplainable footage again on TikTok. This video I think will probably be available on YouTube. God, what's his name? He's like Nuke's top five. If Shannon was here, she would remind me. Bizarre Bob, I think, or something like that is his name. Because I know the voice. But I want you to watch this guy where the arrow is. And I'll play the clip for you guys. And you see what you think. Okay. This next video was recorded by a security guard who was looking over at the security cameras inside a factory when he noticed something very strange. Somewhere inside this factory, a welder is working alone. But there's something about him that doesn't seem right. The security guard takes a closer look at the footage and immediately starts to feel uneasy. After watching this incident on the camera feed, he quickly calls over the welder to look at this video and explain what was happening in this clip. But just like the night guard, the welder was left completely baffled. He had no idea as to what was captured. Now this video took place during the night shift, which makes this incident twice as creepy. Nobody else had been working at this factory except the welder. But according to him, another welder who had the day off had come by to visit him. They had talked for just a bit before the night guard called over the welder to look at this footage. But after watching the video, 
the welder was left speechless. This is what was caught. If I can make it bigger, guys. Yeah, if that works for you. So he's talking to somebody. He shook the guy's hand for people listening or whatever. He- As it turns out, the other welder who had dropped by to say hi wasn't actually there. <coughs> the welder who's seen on camera swears that he saw the other worker in full uniform as though he was ready to work. They had even shaken hands, according to him. But when looking at the footage, no one appears to be there. Although pretty strange, this incident gets a whole lot stranger after hearing what happened to the worker who apparently had the yeah. day off. To their shock, the factory had received news that this worker had passed away in his own home. His cause of death remains unknown, but knowing that he died on the same day this occurrence took place has left the welder feeling spooked. Could it be that the spirit of the welder's friend had paid him a visit during his shift? Or could this whole incident be explained by something else? As with all videos, there has yet to be a definitive answer to this question. They'll make it smaller. No. Notice what I found was intriguing by this was that light. There looks like there's a light representing representing um, well, whomever this welder was talking to. Like I said, Dave, I'd seen lots of videos like that before too. Had you seen that one? I think that's a newer one that's out. No, it's not. It's, it's an old one. It's an older one. He just it discovered okay? I've it, never that guy you're talking about. Yeah. It's not real. It's not supers. No, I'm not gonna oh, I'm not gonna it's not super duper old, like years old. I mean, it was like earlier this year I saw it. Okay, no, I've seen lots of them like that, like where there was one guy. That, that one was that one car. you just showed yeah. that one you just showed was the only one of the ones that I saw that I thought, hmm, that one I could really see. Um for a couple of reasons. One, I I just told you the story of me talking to two kids who weren't there for who knows how long. That's so, why I, so I pulled can't, it up. I can't sit here and be an idiot and say, oh, that's not real. But I will say that one. I don't know why that no, light is there. The light there. Yeah, I don't know why yeah, the light is there. They don't, mention the, they don't mention the light in his narrative, in his narrative at all. So uh, he should have. He should have said something like, hey, this is a glare from a camera or hey, check out this spooky light. But he doesn't acknowledge the light at all, which is odd. That's what I, I think is, not the guy not shaking the hand. Talking. Oh, no, not the but guy, not the guy. I'm, I'm talking oh. about the narrator of the thing. He didn't say anything okay, about the light. But I mean, he should have. I know, but because... Okay, do you watch Bizarre Bob, though? Because he's, he's not going to tell you a lot, right? Like, he's going to get you to watch... And then you but decide. I, I did see that light and it was hard to tell if it was a, I couldn't tell what it was. I can't even say, I mean, I'd have to be there, I, I, but it was odd that the light was there. And I did watch the light. Like you said, the light was in, it was in the perfect spot. Mm-hmm. It really was. Mm-hmm. It was in the perfect spot if it wasn't those. I'm going to come to your comments just a sec, Howie. So Dem Rogers says, do you follow haunted 
five. Is that coming up there? My computer's slow because I'm sharing. Sorry. Um, it's a there's a creepy video in the laundry room. Now I'm not sure if that's the one you're talking about. Is that the one where the footage was caught? There was all kinds of crazy stuff going on in the laundry room, Dem Rogers. Because there is one, um, like towels look like they're being pulled off of hooks and all kinds of stuff. If it's not, feel free to send me a link if you have one too. Anybody can. You, most of you people, is it, we're easy to find them on Facebook especially. You can send us links on Messenger. We're happy to play them if it's something spooky. Um, yeah, please. I'm get to all means. Yeah, um, and Carrie I, Lynn I had offered, she said. That video that you oh, just showed was my favorite video out of all those. That was the one because... But Laura Lee knows me. I will go through whenever I see videos like that. I'll go through and I'll play them over. I'll do whatever I can to see if it's something, you know, other than that first. That was one that I watched over and over. And a couple of questions came to my mind, but I, I, I still couldn't do anything about it. So I'm going to say this video is, for me, it's probably like no, 90% probably don't, real. Don't email it. Don't email it, honey. Send it to me on mess Facebook Messenger, Messenger if you can. Because otherwise, I got to go do all the mechanics to try and get it uploaded. It's a lot easier for me just to play it if I have it on Facebook Messenger. And if you can't, don't worry. You can send it to me for another. We got lots of Halloween shows coming up in the next couple oh, of days. Yeah. What I was trying to say and is, Carrie, then we talked. I don't know if you were here because I know you had a client. We were talking about probably the last hour or so of the show about maybe doing some ITC or anybody that wants to join us with in intra-trans communication. Like I know Carrie Lynn's got a couple different devices. We had talked to about ghost tube i know jonathan if he's still here he uses the sb7 um so there's lots of different devices and you can communicate in real time should spirit decide to come through so how are you going to just let us know um what that link is i'm not quite sure what that is so you have to let me know um because if it's in the chat i could play it but i like i said i sort of need to have a little bit of an idea mm. what it is so do you want I'm going to read Dem Rogers. So we're trying to mix things up a little bit here. And she did send it in as well as the Sun Dragon has sent us in quite a few really interesting stories. So Yeah, go um, for it. Oh, you're just sharing? Okay. Was that what you were talking about, though, having your, your um, video? I'm oh, going to read that comment out for people listening then, if that's a video you were sharing. Pardon? Which, oh, no. What comment what, are you David? reading out? What comment are you reading? Uh, just Holly or Ed O'Dell is we call him Howie though. Um, yeah. And he has the Rift Nation Network guys. Check it out. He's got great shows, great hosts. He has the Orion effect himself. So please check it out. He's got some great content on there. So he said we have at Belnimus, I think it is. There was a perfect example of what we saw with Ryan C. Jones. A S P as in Peter S hyphen paranormal and YouTube. We caught it on video located in the basement area. Very cool. How long's the video clip, Howie? Because he put that video clip in there. It's the light scene as what the welder saw. Interesting. Well, if it's not too long, I can certainly play it. But let me read Dem Rogers' um, story because she sent it in. And so did Z Sun Dragon or Kevin sent a bunch of stories in earlier on. He said he was working tonight. About two minutes? Okay, well, if you get a chance, we'll try and play it for you. Hang on, let me get. I have Belgians a don't wear glasses. I do because I'm blind. I'm a blind. 
Okay, so she goes captured on camera. Oh, you guys have sent some good ones here. Thank you for doing that. Um, because that way I can just send it to me because I have Facebook Messenger open, even though it's on YouTube. And Howie, Howie, if you want, please send me that link on Messenger because that way it's easier for me to play. I just got to click and play because I always download videos, um, like if it's on TikTok or anything else. So it's just easier to play and then we don't have to deal with any advertising or anything like that. Thanks, Howie. I'll send it to me. I got it right here. Because, uh, as you know, YouTube loves to have us have advertising unless you pay for a full account. Okay, I had you uploaded here. Where did you go? Oh, maybe it was the other phone. Got too many phones going here. Sorry. Uh, 19. Okay, here it is. Okay, so this is called The Traveler. And these are um, Halloween stories from Dem Rogers. So it says, my daughter was four to five years old and she had, a she had terrible night uh, terrors. They were so brutal. She would pull at her arms like she was trying to pull IVs or intravenouses out of her arms. Good old nurse speak. We're both nurses, <laughs> right? IVs <laughs> out of her arms and stare at something that wasn't there. This wasn't the only behavior during the night terrors. She would act at times like an old woman, a little old woman. She would act as though she was putting on her nylons, then get up and straighten her dress and then ask for her shawl. This is going to be really interesting because I actually uploaded a video clip very similar to get some of the big changes with an adult actually caught on camera too. So thank you for this. Anyways, she would put on, um, act out like she wanted her shawl or shawl. Sorry if I didn't say that right. Once we handed her the shawl, she wanted her pocketbook. Now, these are terms she would never have known. She would then say it was time to go and start walking to the door. Always before we reached the door, she wouldn't realize she wasn't where she was supposed to be and would drop to the floor and begin to crawl away from us and scream at the top of her lungs. That is so weird. I'm just going to throw it out here. I just heard fire. I don't know why or what. I don't know if it has to do with this story in here, but as I was reading that, that's what I heard. Whether she screamed it or not, but that's what I heard. So we were heading down to West Virginia for my cousin's wedding. We spent the night at my mom and dad's house so we could all travel together. My daughter had probably the worst night terror she ever had, just standing in the hallway screaming bloody murder and bawling her eyes out. At one point, she was reaching out for... Um, or to something or someone and the longer she stood there without getting that entity to react the louder she screamed um, she was wearing footy Winnie the Pooh pajamas we finally got her calmed down and she went to sleep we left for my grandmother's house and arrived in about eight hours my grandmother called me to the back bedroom saying she needed to talk to me now no one else knew how bad this was. My grandmother sits me down and asks me, what is wrong with my daughter? I said, I didn't know what she was talking about. And she said, well, last night, and she gave me the exact time. I saw her in my hallway screaming and she was reaching out for me. She was wearing Winnie the Pooh footy pajamas and she was screaming so loud. So they were eight hours away from her grandmother when this this grandmother's reporting that she saw her at the exact same time. Um, she said she felt terrible. She couldn't take her hand because she didn't know what would happen to either of them if she did. But she did say that she thought my daughter was a traveler. 
and that she thought that if she would have taken her hand, she felt she could have pulled her through into her hallway there in West Virginia. She said she had heard of travelers before, but had never seen one. She then explained that her acting like an old woman didn't surprise her, that being a traveler, she would catch the lost souls and be pulled to their time to help them complete unfinished business. This was mind-blowing. I looked at the night terrors differently after that. Always keep an open mind. Mind. And then she added, we never knew why. That is fascinating. I have never heard of a story like that before. Have you, Dave? No, it's kind of cool. You know what, though? Children, and I know Dave will agree with me about these parts. And I've often wondered from what I get from spirit that children are closer to where we all come from when we incarnate into a lifetime. Basically young children, right? Coming from back home, the universe, heaven, whatever you want to call it. And I think we all remember where we came from as infants and small, small you know, toddlers. And then as we start to get older, we start to forget more and more and more. Yeah. And I think we're, we're powerful. There, there's probably, Hey, I'm rewatching the matrix series right now. I never, when I watched that movie, when it came out, I couldn't stand it. I didn't know what was going on and watching it now. I, my mind is blowing. I'm halfway through the third series and I'm going, Holy cow. <laughs> um, Oh, so David put in here, I got to add, why can't ghosts get people pregnant? They always have Halloweenies. Because <laughs> they have Halloweenies. And Dem Rogers says, my grandmother was an Appalachian or Appalachian uh, witch, by the way. And Nancy Thames says, nice Halloween costumes. Thank you. So, and Nicole Thomas Ryan said she had many night terrors. And she said at 54 years old, I still remember many of them. That's interesting that you do because... With work, having worked with children as a nurse and stuff and out in the community, you meet a lot of people. And a lot of kids don't remember what their night terrors are about. So that's interesting that you do, Nicole. She also added, I know they were more than just dreams. I also saw and heard a lot of things that could not be explained. I was a sleepwalker, too. Interesting. I don't remember my dreams as a child. Not really. I remember a recurrent nightmare I had. Never found out what it meant, but holy crap, did it have to do with the paranormal and being lost in a castle? And oh, it was all I remember it really well. And I would have it without rhyme and reason, like might be six months apart, could be a year and a half apart. It was so weird. Oh, do you know what? When when the first I will probably say the first like good four or five months after I came out of the coma and I was at home, mm -hmm. my dreams, they were unlike any other dreams and they stopped now, but oh my God, these dreams were, they're like your, your weird dream. They're just, they were just so weird. They were so, it took me a while to figure out, okay, look at every dream, very metaphorical because everything in the dream was metaphorical, but it, every dream had to do with something that was about to happen for a good four or five months. And it was weird. It was weird. I love stuff like that though. I wish they would come back and show me those. But then again, sometimes premonition dreams are kind of scary for people. Yeah, but you know what they say, right. I, they say, and I had, um, just had her name in my mind she has a different name she's from the uk it's like her first name is like dulcie or something and 
sorry guys, I don't know whose alarm is going off. I apologize. You're going to hear that. Hopefully they get it quickly. <laughs> what I was going to say is, um, she, thank you. She, um, she's, she does dream work and studies and teaches people about dreams and dream interpretation. And I have to agree with her that nobody knows better what your dreams mean than you, because you're the ones experiencing them. But what she was her book, she was coming on to talk about a book, but the reason why um, she was talking about dreams, and I always suggest this to people I'm working with, and I have a crap load of notebooks beside my bed too, because if you can jot down in the morning when you wake up in the quote unquote sweet spot, right? Right before you're not fully awake, but you're not still asleep, grab your journal and just jot down a few things. Doesn't need to be an essay before your feet hit the ground. And when you go back after a month or two, you're going to find different type, types of dreams. There could be an information dream. There could be nonsense dreams, she called them. Some of them were, like you said, Dave, they could be predictive. There was all kinds of information that comes through. So it's a good idea to keep track of them. Oh, I always do. I tell people all the time, whether your dream was, I mean, they come in different categories. Like you said, there's prophetic dreams, there's flying dreams, there's astral dreams. There's, then there's, there's the, the there's release dreams. Release nonsense dreams are my favorite. Dreams. Nonsense. I love release dreams. Yeah. It's just, they're just nonsense. You just wake up and you're like, that was fun. <laughs> you no, know, that was funny, though, and it made sense to me, right? Because our subconscious is always on whether you want to call it your higher self, your subconscious, whatever you do, right? And people, we've all been taught to think that what we think, what we're thinking with, with the mind, that's not what runs the show. The subconscious does. And it absorbs so much that we don't even realize that we do because it's that quick and that fast and that capable. So it could pick up all kinds of things around you. So once you have all that information, right, you got to do something with it. So that's what she was talking about made sense to me in nonsense dreams. So you're just kind of like, you know, yeah. coming through all this stuff, filing this, filing that. That's what I call, yeah, yeah. nonsense dreams and release dreams. They sound, yeah, they sound like they're the same thing. Yeah. There's, it, well, I, not, I, yeah, then so you, well, no, you're filing away the important stuff, but you're also sifting through the stuff that you do not need, the extraneous stuff. So that's when yeah. she was explaining, like you said, maybe a release stream or a nonsense stream. Yeah, so, those are fun. Thanks, Susie. I guess you guys are talking about the glitches. Well, we won't get, I won't, well, we could talk about matrix glitches. I, I love talking about glitches because um, Howie and Dem Rogers both said there's a lot of glitches in the matrix. There is. Susie Jones says you look great, Lorley. Thank you. And Jonathan said. Um, it might be too early. I'm not sure about that. Too. I haven't heard about it, so it might be a little too. It might be a little too early to speak about that on a podcast, Jonathan. But I, I get what you mean. I'm. I have that funny feeling as well. It just happened here uh, yesterday. Did um, okay. I haven't been on. It probably long. yeah. It'd probably be a bit. Um, well, in, in my personal feeling is, I think it's too early for us to say anything about anything. Um, doing that. There's still people out there who might know people there or families still going through stuff because we lost a lot of people. Um, yeah, there's, a, there's, there's a mass pew-pew here. No, but what I'm going to add with Jonathan yeah. that is really interesting that I've noticed since we've known him and I've met him before is you do have a real gift with ITC and communicating with spirits. You do and getting information. Carrie Lynn sent me something. I'm trying to see what it is because I asked her if she wanted to come on. She could come on. Oh, she had to slip out. 
the dogs are acting up. Okay, no worries, honey. She had to slip out, so that's okay. I understand. Yeah, but it was terrible. Mm -hmm. They so, haven't found him yet. They haven't found him yet, have they? Yeah, they haven't found the pew pure. Okay, I think actually now that you're talking about this, I think I know what you're talking about. There's there two of them. I just watched it right before we went on. Were they too. looking I just for him? The, were they looking for there's him? There's two of them. There's two guys, two separate ones. They're both from the army, and they're both trained mm -hmm. highly well, and they both have problems. But there's two of them. There's not one. I'm going to get this girl's name for you because Nicole Thomas Ryan said Teresa Chung is the UK dream lady. Okay, her name is. I'm going to find it for you because she, we did a really interesting show. I should have her back on. She was on BBC this morning. She's been on lots of different TV stuff. Uh, give me one no, second. No. I will find her for you and then get her name. And it's an unusual name. Um, let me see if I can spell it in here. It'll probably just come up in a search. Um, D-E-L. Yes. Uh, Delphi. D-E-L-P-H-I. Ellis. She's got a great book. She was a great guest and I liked what she said. And I have to agree with her that if, cause I got to say this, you guys, and Dave, you see what you think. It's kind of the same thing with crystals and other things. These are very subjective things. Now, don't get me wrong. We can channel information and from our guides and what help have you, but with a dream, I dare you. I have so many dream interpretation books. I can't even tell you in apps. I could tell you right now, I could pick something obscure. Like what does uh, a shark mean? Dreaming about a shark. None of those books will match what a shark mean, what a shark means in your dream. None no. of them. The only person that really knows what your dream is about is you and yeah, your subconscious. Oh, go ahead. There's guidelines, but that's about it. No, I still don't agree with it because when you, when you look at them, like I have about 10 different sources and I, and don't get me wrong, I'm not a dream expert, but you look at them. Okay. And depending on where the person is coming from, they could be coming from a spiritual perspective. They could be coming from a psychology perspective They're depending on who they follow. Like there's Freud and there's young and there's all these other different people. Right. So you look at where they come from with these, these dream interpretations and nobody, there's a few things that yes, they'll agree, like a butterfly, you'll see that's a common thing or what have you. But the only person I think that really knows what your dreams mean are you. And the subconscious speaks a different language than our mind per se, right? So when you keep these notes and you go back and you start to look at them, you will either see a pattern or a story will start to develop. And oh, yeah, yeah, I, I do agree. Like. Mm -hmm. I, I agree. We should all start, you know, if we're interested in dreams, start your own private symbolism journal for yourself because symbols mm -hmm. are different. Like even like when we talked about even being mediums, her symbol for love from a spirit is different than my symbol for love from a spirit. Mm -hmm. Some people get a balloon for birthdays. Some people see different color balloons, stuff like that. I had a while back and I can't, I'm going to just tell you what happened and I can't give you absolute 100% proof, but I was, this was years ago and I was doing some massive meditations and I was asking questions and I was trying to get answers. And this voice started coming in that I didn't recognize and was talking. And I had been talking to my guides about dreams. Well, I ended up, he said, kept saying Freud, Freud, Freud. And I was going, okay. So anyway, so I thought, okay, I'll play along. Because, you know, that's how I am. Even 
even in meditations when I'm talking to spirits, I'm skeptical. Isn't that funny? That's just awful. But anyway, so I was like, I want to play along. So I'm just like, okay, Freud, I, I hear you. And I said, I was talking about dreams with somebody the other day. I said, what is your take on the dreams? Anyway, all this stuff I got that he had said, half the things that he wrote here, he said, they're not true. He said, they're coming from a perspective of my human mind and not my spiritual mind. So all those things about the, some of the weird stuff that he had. The Oedipus said, complex. <laughs> yeah, all those things. He said that was coming strictly from a human mind. It wasn't coming from the spiritual sense. Although he did have a large, he did have a connection, which I don't know that he spoke about, but he had quite a spiritual connection for somebody who I think would tell people that he didn't believe in that stuff, had that connection because things would come through to him that he wasn't trying to study up on anything. These ideas would come to him. They're just like, boom, bang there. And they ended up in his books and they ended up being scientifically studied. So I agree with you. I think dreams, they are odd. I mean, there's certain symbols, like you could offer somebody, like if somebody asked me, if I keep dreaming about this, I'll tell them, well, this is what I know about this symbol. If it works for you and you can make, it helps you make sense of your dream, that's fine. But if it doesn't, don't think that, you're messed up. Just this, my symbol was wrong. That's all you need to think. I have a different perspective. I don't like to do dream interpretation, but I will. I even have a deck for dream interpretate, like dreams for people pulling cards. So I usually, not so much like, you know, one question reading, like, because David and I go live on his TikTok. Most Wednesdays we do, or if it's busy, we'll go Thursday afternoons to talk about the show. And, um, I don't like to tell people what it, their dreams are, but I'll ask them if, say, it's a one-on-one -on -one session, what's been going on. I usually know anyways because they're coming for a reason, right, for reading or energy healing. And lo and behold, different things that happen in people's lives, you will see the symbolism within your dream. But David is exactly right. I also had Alana Sackwild on. And if you guys ever want to learn astral travel, you got to check her out like this girl and she's very open about it. She's absolutely gorgeous. Um, went from having a severe drug habit in her early late teens to early twenties within three years. I believe she's now earning seven figures is gone all around the world. Taught herself Japanese by the way, while she was sleeping using lucid dreaming. And um, that's what it is. She mainly does lucid dreaming. Lucid dreaming. So, so she makes use of the time while you're sleeping to be able to do all kinds of things. And she teaches you how to do it. So that is Charlie, um, Charlie, I think his name is Charlie, Charlie Moror or more. I think he's, he's out of the UK and he's another one. He's uh famous all over for teaching lucid dreaming. He's from the UK. I didn't know this till I had her on my show. And she went to Japan. She decided she wanted to go to Japan when she got out of rehab and she wanted to turn her life around. She met her husband there. And when you hear this girl speak, you would never know she was from the UK. Like she knows yeah, yeah. Like seven or eight languages. Yeah. I'm so impressed by her. And she gives a lot away for free and sends a lot of like, you know, downloads or her groups or things like that. Like I, I thought she was pretty cool, but what happened with me, I was using her techniques. I got all excited because I realized that I was having a lucid dream and I woke myself up because I was all excited. <laughs> yeah, that's no, that's no, you're absolutely correct. That is the number one warning. 
Mm-hmm. If you if you realize you're in a lucid dream, calm mm-hmm. down because <laughs> you'll you'll snap right out of it. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, that's definitely what yeah, happened. I had I had lots of lucid dreams in the hospital, but I don't. But it's lucid dreaming isn't something that just happens to me. Astral astral dreams. I get a lot of those. Yeah, but we all astral travel. Like somebody was mentioning, I'm I'm setting up one of the videos that was sent to us. So um, who was it that was mentioning that? I know. The, the, well, just the difference is we do all astral travel. And we leave our bodies a couple times a week and see the spirit world. The only difference is I remember some of them. And that's the, and they're not a dream. Yes. I will tell you this. This is one thing when people ask, what kind of dream did I have? I will say this, most likely out of all in the studies go just for this one thing is what I do follow. As far as in, to know if you had an astral dream or were astral traveling and it wasn't a dream, most people when asked, they had the same story. And that was, they'll say they felt like they're flying and they'll ask that person, were you flying in an airplane, a car or a vehicle, or were you flying anything? They're like, no, I wasn't actually. I was just flying through the air. I was just going through it. Everybody who had the astro dream, they said that. The ones who said I was in an airplane, nope, that was just a regular dream. They, in the astral dream, they actually didn't have the body at that point. But I wonder, in my astral dreams, I don't have a body. And I'm not flying in an I airplane. Do. I do. And I think that we astral travel a lot in our dreams. And in the beginning, yeah, we do. Them. Yeah, I just don't have a body in my dream. Well, I was just going to share, though, what the difference is, because I used to wonder, but the difference is lucid dreaming is you are aware that you were asleep in a dream. And when you master it, some people are naturals at it, or you can teach yourself how to do it. Um, You can control your dreams. So you say you were having a nightmare and somebody was coming to at you with a knife or a gun or something, you could if you've ever seen Harry Potter, very simply, very simplistically, I think it was the third one uh, with Sirius Black, but they were all with the Defense Against a Mad uh, Dark Arts teacher, and he was the mm-hmm. werewolf, Remus Lupin, and he had this enchanted cupboard, and it was going to show the kids the most scary thing they possibly had, and they said the words out loud, ridiculous, and they turned it into something comical. Yeah. It's not quite the same because they were awake. But that's kind of like the magic that you can master and do in your sleep. Astral travel is we have a soul body or an astral body too, right? We're not going to get lost. It's not going to go anywhere. We have a silver cord. But you can purposefully travel to different planets and different places or be flying or do whatever. And yeah, it's really, really cool. Oh, that's it. The Bogart. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. the difference. Yeah, I was talking about astral travel. We're talking about, but it's this is the one thing with people who teach lucid dreaming. Every person I came across who taught lucid dreaming always says that they learn different skills in there, which is a true thing about lucid dreaming. A lot of people can, but that's their big thing. But I've always wanted to like, I've heard them talk about it. I've always wanted to take one of their courses just to see what they well, were about. You know about. what I like about Lana? Okay, and she talked about this on the Angel Rock. Is you will see a lot of people, and she wasn't bashing anybody, but they'll tell you to think of a phrase that you remind yourself when you're sleeping. So if you're in in a dream, and when you scratch your nose, for example, 
tell yourself that's my sign for I'm I'm going to be lucid in this dream. But she says, what if you dream and you never ever dream about scratching your nose? How is that going to work? So she gets you to keep records of your dreams and what themes and things come up most common to you will know. And then you can tap into what's going to show up most commonly in your dreams. Like I said, she had a really different way of teaching people. And I, like I said, she does, she really shares a lot for free. And um, I think she's awesome. I really, really yeah. do. Some people talk about the red ball method. Um, mine. But what if you never see a red ball though? That's what she says. And it made so much sense to me. So work with what you have. My, yeah. Mine for me, for me, if I have a lucid dream, which I haven't in a very, very, very long time for me, it's look down at my hands because you will never have five fingers in your lucid dream. They'll be blurry. Well, that's what they say. But that's what I look down. If my if I look like my hands look like they're like Yeah, that. but that's your sign for you. So I like Well, no, I got it. I got it because it's a common scientific sign for Luna's lucid dreaming. I have never heard that. Yeah. That's that's how I used it. And but it works for me. But like I said, oh, it only works for me because I picked it up. It doesn't mean that I don't think that it's supposed yeah. just because a lot of people do it doesn't mean everybody does it. Some people do the red ball thing. And I agree with you. What in the hell am I going to have a dream where I see a red ball? Oh, and it wasn't me. It was coming from her. And I went, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Because yeah, Oh, no, it's true. I, I but, can't think I of when I would see innocuous, but so why not? Like, and she walks you through like, and, and I didn't take a course it's in her books and like, she puts this in her Facebook groups and stuff. And mm -hmm. I just thought, yeah, that makes sense. Let's work with what we got. Like what you normally would do in a no, dream. That's what, more often. that's what I know. I know if I look down and my hands look funky, I'm like, Oh, I'm dreaming. You this know cool. that that's your yeah. sign. Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah, I and I don't have to wait for anything to bounce. If I realize that I don't have to look for weight or waste any time, just look at my hand. Woo! <laughs> but unfortunately, I have not had a lucid dream in a long time, and I really wish that I could. She Some people teach you how to do that. You could do uh, it every night if you wanted. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know, and I, that I'm sure that could be true. But I wonder how many people I've. I rarely run into people that do lucid dream which is so funny there's so my many people partner, my partner it. has always lucid dreamed this is lucid dream. now some people it's just a natural gift they're just there mm -hmm. yeah and i get very, i do not have that i, I get do very not have i get very envious because he can just do it whenever he wants and then when he's got to tell me a dream and my oldest son is like this and he is not my oldest son's father it's his stepdad these guys have the strangest dreams and they will tell me for like 10 minutes, like everything that happened and where they went and what this was and this. And at the end of it, I always say, how the hell do you remember all that stuff? Like, wow, like you guys could write a book about this and they have the most interactive wildest dreams. And I will, I finally discovered why I don't remember a lot of my dreams unless I have some, some, I would call, lucid dreams that are very very lucid that i remember like our paranormal experience right like i knew i knew what i was doing in that dream i was purposeful the whole bit before all the paranormal started and there's been a couple dreams like that but other than that i don't remember and then i realized why because i don't sleep enough yeah i i like my normal time to go to bed as of late is 5 a.m sometimes six and i'm up by 
between 8.30 and 10 a.m. You got to be sleeping longer than that. <laughs> to get yeah, you you got to be sleeping a little bit longer. I know because I have regulars. I don't, I'm not bragging. I, I had 30 years where I don't think I slept because yeah. I, I was so, everything was so terrible with me. But now mm -hmm. I'm on, I, I sleep seven hours a day. It's always seven wow. hours. I don't even have to set an alarm clock. It just automatically seven hours in there. So I'm lucky. Now I just want to ask people in the audience right now who are here. Let's talk. Let's get a little spooky for a minute. How many of you have dreams about have had dreams as an adult, not as a child, as an adult with some kind of monster, some kind of thing that's not a human? I have. I'm, have you? I was gonna say some have. I've I had one. Can night almost in my previous home this house here i still have a lot of dreams like that and um the worst part and i was you're supposed to be not be able to move in your sleep mm -hmm. i i don't know if it, well, you would consider it lucid but it would be so bad and i'm not a screamer i'm pretty even keeled like you are dave and I would be screaming in my sleep. I used to scare the hell out of my partner and even my first husband because it's so many nightmares. And I'm not a screamer. I'm pretty calm. But they were that bad. So let's listen to what our comment. You asked a good question, Dave. Let's see what our, our commenters are saying. So Nicole Thomas Ryan says she's had dreams like this as an adult. Uh, Howie says of clowns, he has stargazer. Welcome, stargazer. I don't think we said hello. Welcome. Totally wasn't expecting you to do that. Astral travel. I did a meditation earlier for it, but no expectations. And then boom, there you go. No expectations, right, Dave? I think that's the best way to do it. No expectations. Janet Martin's here waving. Hello, Janet. Welcome. Oh, Howie, this is creepy. Howie says, yeah. at a clown, I was being chased by an evil effing clown. Oh, I hate clowns. I really don't effing like them. clowns are the worst. And he goes, the dream was over and over and oh, creepy. Although I, I've never understood, but you know, I know people do. I'm not afraid of clowns. Um, never have been afraid of clowns. They don't creep me out. They don't do anything. I even watched like Killer Clowns from Outer Space, but I know people have that real phobia. It's always been very interesting to me. But I guess, you know, if I really look at it though, I don't know how many times that I've actually stood next to a real clown. I'm okay with clowns. I get they're at a circus or something. But where it really bothered me, it was a few years back and every freaking video you can look them up like look because we do a lot of research for the shows and there were people going up to people's ring doorbells like with knives and a balloon dressed in an evil clown mask and outfit and that's what i don't like that and john wayne gacy yeah the reason i asked the reason i asked this and now now this might change your answers now a little bit but there's a reason i asked this because there has been time where I have had, and it's always, and it's really weird when I have a particular, I would have a particularly very angry day, which, which lately as of like the last couple of years, it doesn't really happen that often, but I have like an angry day where it's like, I'm just angry at people all day. People will walk up to me and every negative person with negative angry will speak to me. It'll get in me. I'll have like the worst day. 
I can I can almost like clockwork. When I have a dream, there will be a monster in my dream. It'll be a monster like I've never seen before. And it'll be a creepy looking monster. I'm not talking about a clown or anything that's human. It'll just be really. And I had asked my guides one time, I'm like, why am I seeing this when that happens? They said, oh, that's just your anger. And I said, what? They're like, you're manifesting your anger into a being. That's how angry you were. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God. And so I was, I was wondering if other people did that. Like if they had, because when we and Laura Lee talk about talpas or talk about anything like that, emotions, and this is where, when I talk about when people go, it was the D word in the house and all that. And even though it presented itself like that, it might not be an actual being. I wonder if it's, because from what I'm understanding more and more is that really, really strong emotions and stuff like that can actually become like have an image to it. Well, the other you know thing saying? too with nightmares that can happen. Okay. Yeah. The other thing that made a lot of sense to me with the research that I've done a little bit on is a nightmare, right? Our dreams are subconscious communicating with, the mind, if you will, yeah. right? If you've got something, say, that you haven't been dealing with that needs to be dealt with, dealt with, sorry, not dealt with, dealt with, and it's maybe having a big effect on your life, like you said, or if you were really angry or something, symbolically, something could show up as a nightmare, right? Maybe it needs your attention. That's another reason. I think I got that from Delphi as well. Like I said, the reason why I enjoyed her, and I'm not trying to name drop or anything. The reason why I mentioned the people that I do, because they just seem to make a lot of sense and they're really down to earth about the whole thing. And again, take what resonates with you and leave the rest. But I think there's a lot of reasons why we, I mean, I know I've heard that they'll say certain foods don't cause nightmares. I'm sorry, I'm going to call BS on that because I know for me, sometimes that'll happen. I know I've heard of other people. So there's many reasons why we have nightmares, I think. Mine is always bad days. A bad for day. For you, though, you know what that yeah, is. That's what I mean. For mine, it's a bad day. But that's why I was asking if people are seeing monsters in their dreams that they've never seen before, just like out of the blue. This, like, why did I dream about that big purple thing with six heads and four arms? Well, look that's at what, what Janet said. I was looking in the mirror, and the monster was me in the dream in a uniform. Ooh, that's a good mm -hmm. way. To mm -hmm. What kind of uniform? Oh. Yeah, I was wondering that myself. I don't know why I saw waitress uniform. I don't know why, but uh, then I was going to say Ed put some, or Howie, sorry, Howie, uh, put I some things in here. No, but there was another one I wanted to point out that was interesting. Oh, that was Stargazer. Yes, a demon. I'll say it, demon. She was dreaming of, and they said, I was a priest getting it out. So again, I, I'm getting all kinds of ideas about what that could be, right? symbolically but the person that will know best is starting do yeah yeah you're always gonna know that we can we can analyze it all we want and that's one thing i learned from freud he said i spent more time analyzing instead of listening to people mm -hmm. and so how he said i had cholerophobia all the way into my 40s i broke it during this season pushing myself to go to clown houses halloween season now isn't that interesting call uh, sorry cholerophobia i'm guessing that is a fear or phobia of clowns so and stargazer says i hated clowns i had an unseen 
enemy that was a clown on stilts. I hated him as a child. Nicole said, well, Nicole says, I see ETs in my dreams. Okay, so let's talk about that for a sec. Do you that think know. that the ETs are necessarily nightmarish or because, you know, they're much more advanced, a lot of ETs than we are, you know, and a lot of ways, just like our loved ones, when we've lost someone, will come through in our dreams because we're perfectly wide open then, right? It's the easiest to be able to connect with us in that dream space, there's certain parts of your sleep where, yeah, everything mm -hmm. shut down. And that's the best time to get in. Mm -hmm. But that's what yeah. I meant with the ETs. Like maybe yeah, they've but... been trying to get your attention, Nicole. And so it'd be interesting to hear, you know, it, but it's up to you what your perception is, whether you feel it's a nightmare or what could it be, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have that ghost captured in the laundry room uploaded. Do you want me to play that? Dave? Yeah, play that once. Oh, I, you guys, I get so involved and I keep forgetting. I'm supposed to do this at the top there. Oh, no, you don't, you little monkey. I knew this was going to happen. Come here, you little monkey. She loves the computer. This is uh, Stephen Nicole, right, Stephen Nicole? But you're not going to shut mom's computer, right? Anyways, um, what was I saying there? I was going to say something else. Um, oh, well, I'll grab it. Hang on. Don't distract me. <laughs> All right, so we got... This is apparently, no, I don't want to change my screen name. Jesus. And, okay. Add to the stage. We want to add this to the stage. Okay. So this is the one Deb Rogers sent us. Oh, you are going to come up, you little monkey. Oh, she loves to hop on my computer. So hang on, guys. I'm trying to get this to load. So, okay, YouTube, I'm going to play it up. Here. Doing his laundry one evening when he began to hear a child laughing nearby. This would be normal if he had a kid, but he was home alone and completely terrified. He has been experiencing paranormal activity in his home of late and mainly seeing and hearing a small child spirit. He grabbed his phone to try to capture the strange entity, but he never thought he would capture the following. Ah! Oh dear God. <laughs> he focuses the camera around his washing machine after hearing some strange knocking coming from nearby. Not long after, he captures a terrifying child screaming from an open area above. As he quickly looks around the corner to see what it could have been, the entity completely vanishes. I downloaded A man this. was doing his laundry one evening when he began to hear a child laughing nearby. I downloaded this because it was in a compilation. I know what I was doing, by the way. I was going to remind you guys that you, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Thing at the Foot of the Bed with myself, Laura Lee Potvin, and my awesome friend and co-host, David Hansel. And uh, you're listening to 105.3 and 107.7 on New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, oh, my gosh. I saw that that was in a compilation, but they didn't have the voice. Okay, Dave, Dave, the skeptic, what do you think? And the rest of the skeptics. Um, looking at it, fine. Um, I, I, saw, I saw something like that. It's not, there's always something that they do. I wish I could hear the original, the original, original, um, uh, voice in it because I need to know I needed to come back a little bit more and ask why was that the heavy breathing why was he staring down and pointing the camera down at the laundry 
basket for so long before he decided to lift it up. And then a normal reaction to lifting it up isn't to run around the corner to see what it is. It's to get away from. So he had no, he had no fight or flight response. Although that's the skeptical part of me. Okay. But I'm going to ask. I'm not done yet. Although I think it could be real too. Because I think somebody could capture somebody like that on, on film. Because I've seen some scary stuff. Okay, so unless I misunderstood this, though, from what I understood from the narrator was this guy was hearing weird sounds and he was doing his laundry. So he turned the camera on while he was listening. Just sitting, listening. So he had it on the laundry. And then he heard something, looked up, saw the face and went, what WTF and went right around the wall and there was nothing there. No, there's the ones like that though. The the only thing is I always, I never look at them as proof. I do look at them as for entertainment, but like I said, when some of these videos, my mind will always say there's footage missing before that needs to be seen. And there's footage missing right afterwards that needs to be seen in order to come to a conclusion of what you just saw. Because it's... I'm not calling fake. And the reason why I'm not, okay, and I'm ultra sensitive about this. And you know why I've talked about on the shows before. Because I have had people call me a fake and a clout chaser and attention seeker. And we faked it. And we're doing this. This was years ago with our previous home. But what I think it bears witness to, and I think Howie's agreeing, yep, bingo, the original video, yes, is speaking to the person who took the video clip to get more context about what's been going on. Why, you know, if you've heard these noises before, why did you do this, this, and this? Like you said, what was happening before? What happened afterwards? Like, did it show up again? Were you hearing the noises? Like, did you never see it again? Like, there's lots of questions that are unanswered. That's why I would say, yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, it was a good video, though. I'm actually, I'm giving it ten out of ten. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it that one. That one was right up there with the one that you screamed at, where they looked in the attic. Um, oh my god! And I felt like such one, a there's a there's a there's another video. It's a gentleman out of Asia. I think I, I, I don't know if it's Japan or Asia. He's a he goes out ghost hunting, <laughs> and um, he's in like this attic thing, and he keeps his camera on. He's just talking, doing his normal stuff, and and like they're not even saying anything in the narration. Stuff is moving in the light, and he's not acknowledging it or nothing. But literally, that's why they're showing it. They're like, look what's happening when this guy is totally not. But anyway. There ended up being when he was climbing down the attic and his camera was sitting up there before he went to grab it, two feet went by. I saw that. That's a common thing in Japan. Have you guys noticed this? Like, I really notice this depending on where videos come from around the world. And then it starts making me think, like we've talked about before, could it be a tulpa? Like, we within Asian countries, especially Japan, you will always see instead of la. Yorona, the woman in white, like in South America, uh, South America or Latino countries. Okay. This is always the chick from the ring with the long black hair. You can barely see the eyes. If you do, they're black. And then the long white gown, or I can't tell you the amount of videos. And I do believe these guys are, are pretty uh, serious about what they do. I think one's called the 
is it the clip store, camera clip store, channel clip store, something like that. There's a few of them out there. Nukes top five will feature. And without fail, I can't tell you how many videos and they don't see it when they're in there. It's when they leave review the footage, legs hanging down, no shoes, no nothing, legs hanging down. Hmm. That's, that is weird. And I agree with you. In certain cultures, the ghosts, the ghosts are different in different cultures. Mm -hmm. It's like, it, that really is. It's like even fairy tale, you know, fairy tales are different. Look at the German fairy tales. I mean, if, if we didn't change them, you wouldn't be able to read them to their kids. Okay, you know because... what's driving me crazy though right now? Every freaking thing. You want creepy stuff caught on camera. You want this, 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 and this. Actually, I should play this video because the first two are a joke. The last one, I am not sure what the heck is going on in this video. I would love to play it, but it's people Ooh. and damn skinwalkers. Everything's a skinwalker. So I'd love to show this video if you guys are open to it. Good idea, Howie. He said maybe manifesting the culture. I yeah, it could be. Yeah, well, it, it's per everything's perception and every part of the world is different depending on your perception, where you were born, what you were growing up and what you're going to see. So I can understand why there's different kinds of ghosts in different places. Give me a minute. I'm going to find this video. I haven't forgotten about yours either, Howie. We were going to do some ITC. We haven't got enough time today. We're running out of time, you guys. This always goes by so quickly. Okay, I want to see this darn. I'm going to grab my really allergy stuff real quick. What's that? You're going to grab allergy stuff? My allergy okay, stuff. Okay, let me see. Okay, go ahead. I'm still talking. This is surveillance. That one. Let me find it for you guys. I'll find it. It's the skin. Okay, three videos showing skinwalkers. This oh. is such a pain in the butt. I'll wait till Dave comes back, though, because I want to show you guys this. Okay, first two. I Well, no, I'm not going to say anything. You two, you guys see what you think. The first two clips. The last one. I have seen this clip before. I don't know what the heck to make out of this clip. And I'm not calling them. And Dem Rogers says, love to see them. Okay. These, um, the last thing, I don't think I'd necessarily call it a skin marker, but I don't know what the heck's going on with this one. So hang on. Okay. Let me, I start playing it and then I'll make it bigger. For people listening, this is from TikTok and the name of it is three videos showing alleged skinwalkers and it is by yang y-a-n-g-s-i-d-s -S, all one word yang sides okay hang on three videos showing alleged skinwalkers wtfd <laughs> Okay, that's what I'm talking about, the third part. That comes up. No. Hey, how you doing? Oh. oh. Just some cruisers, man. That's crazy shit. He's crawling at me like it's goddamn... What's up, dude? That ain't no buck. Uh, I think I thought I seen a big buck or something. I don't think I saw that. Wait, wait, stop right there. What is that? Is that a buck? <gasps> what is that? Dude, that's what wait wait a second. I, I think I see a I haven't seen that one. That was a that was a bonus. I somehow missed that. Three videos showing alleged skinwalkers. Okay. 
How much of a joke did you think the first one was with both the deer? That was very sad that they capitalized off a sick animal walking out of that. So that one I didn't like. That well, the was, deer uh, was the first one. It wasn't even sick. The second one was a donkey. They were calling a deer. That's what I mean. That was the donkey that came out. But the deer, I didn't, okay, so I didn't, I didn't understand that one. Okay, the third one. Now, how he goes, that was a, a creeper, creeper, not a skinwalker. Because I got to agree. Like, you know who that guy reminded me of that in that creepy clip, the third one? Was, um, oh, Men in Black, when it was um, Johnny Knoxville playing the bug guy and he was yeah. walking around going, hur, 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 with the voice yeah. and all the bugs would come out every time he walked. That's what that yeah. third one reminded me of. How creepy was that? What was the, the first I, one was the donkey coming out of the it? I'll replay it. The last clip I did not see. I just downloaded it and I guess I thought it was finished. The second one, I, the second one of that clip, I thought that was, for that one, total bullshit on that one. Yeah, but I the saw first that clip one was time. a normal deer. I'm sorry, but, well, let's play it again, you guys. And I think they were talking about the deer running away and then coming back as a donkey or something. I wasn't sure what they did with that first one. What that oh, one was maybe. About. I don't know. It was a, I that thought what it was that was about? Deer. Yeah, because I was confused on that one myself. Okay, so hang on. Uh, we'll take Howie's comment off. Wow, I'm having major deja vu at the moment with the show. Well, share, do share if you're comfortable, Howie. Okay, let's play it again. And okay, so, and you guys see what you think. No. Oh, wait, How are you so doing? Rewind it. Sorry, it went too far. Hang on. Okay, go back. No, you don't want to go back with my finger. I got to use the pointer. Fine. Okay, we're at the beginning. Three videos showing alleged skinwalkers. WTF deer. Yeah, I don't understand what they're. No. How you doing? Oh. Oh, just some cruisers, man. Johnny Knoxville, bug guy, bug guy from. That's a creeper. What's up, dude? Let me fight you and make a meal out of you. That ain't no bug. This is creepy. Uh, I think I thought I seen a big buck or something. Wait, wait, stop right there. What is that? Is it a buck? <gasps> what is that, dude? That's what. Wait, wait a second. I, I think I see a. That was creepy. Now that I might have given a three videos showing alleged skinwalker. That last one I might call skinwalker because that did look like an animal and then it morphed into something humanoid looking. Howie says alien. And Deb Rogers uh -huh. says, hang on, I have seen that deer that were injured by a car and survived and their bones healed wrong. It's sad. See, I don't think that thought. second animal is a deer i think it's a donkey like when you see it up close well it might have been i think what the video was trying to show was they're seeing a deer run like the deer is running around in circles and turns itself it wasn't into a dog the same color like the yeah same i don't day. understand yeah yeah and the second so one i mean i've i've saw that second one a million times and i well personally me i'm sorry I to put to. a damper on it but i have zero belief in it 
but and I wondered about that one too. Um, one, we, that's another one. You need more contacts. If that was true, somebody would have went to the police department and said, "There's a dude down there that looks like a zombie that's got no shirt on, and that would you please go check on him?" I mean, that's there's like yeah, normal the stuff that the cops to their death. There's like normal stuff that there's like things you know, that those guys are gonna say they're them. gonna see that dude and go, "Nope, I don't get paid enough for this one." Yeah, but who knows? I mean, who knows? It could be so. If all we know is just some, if all we know, I mean, I mean, how he lives in Virginia. I live in North Carolina. We have people like two chromosomes away from being idiots from all the drug use and the inbreeding. So we don't know. I mean, there could be something weird with that person too. That's just a normal person. The last one I couldn't see what you guys are seeing. I just see like a okay, thing standing it's up. Really hard to see because it's is dark. That, These think that they have seen a buck in the tall grass. So you see something that looks like an animal, could be a deer, it does. And then all yeah. of a sudden, as they're going by, the thing stands up and almost morphs into human. Oh, God, I got goosebumps. Um, oh, almost morphs into something like a human. Oh, come here, you little monkey. You're going to close the computer. I know you are. <laughs> that was creepy, Dave. That was super creepy. Yeah, I got now, the last one I didn't get it from. The first I, one, that, the first one, I'm like you. I'm like that was a freaking donkey. What was that? <laughs> and then it was. A I almost, walker. I already downloaded it, right? Because they said, "Oh, three skinwalkers caught on camera." I go, "Let's catch a load of this." And then I seen them. I thought, "I'm not even going to share this." And then I went to Mister Creepy Dude there on the third, the third one, and I didn't see the fourth one because I've seen that video with Mister Creepy Dude doing whatever. That oh. was whatever he See, was. I, wonder, I, like, I think what it is with Skinwalker is people are using it as a blanket term now. They are. And it's driving me insane. It drives me insane too because I don't know the right thing. And the last one, if I did see what I did see, know what it reminded me of? Did you ever see that picture of that famous picture of the rake in the woods? It's like white with the yeah. eyes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what I kind of thought I saw. Yes. <clears throat> so I yeah, can, but you know what? Been, uh, this is the one. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, I was I was just I was trying to think about I was trying not to be a naysayer on it, but as I'm looking at some of them, my brain always goes to like the middle one. Where's the rest of that video? But right now. The only thing I don't like, and this is for people who do do things on the paranormal, to show a really good clip and to show somebody in order to say, hey, this is validation that there is something out there. But instead, a lot of people are making these ones, regurgitating it over and over, and they're making it really hard for the rest of us who are trying to prove something or validate something. I just went with creepy factor tonight because it's Halloween and yeah. I was looking for creepy. Okay, this one, we were talking. It about was creepy though. Okay, it about sleeping. Creepy. We were talking about people and the sleeping stuff earlier. Remember? I think it was young yeah, kids. Yeah. Okay, you'll hear the context in this one. Actually, she does some, she's Canadian, I realize this girl. She's on YouTube and it's something top tens. And she does a lot of creepy stuff. They have like, it almost seems like a Canadian BuzzFeed, if you will. But hang on, she'll tell the story. This is what a nasty case of sleep paralysis can do to you. This woman's husband noticed that she would do weird things in the middle of the 
night, especially around 3 a.m., a.k.a. the witching hour. So he set up cameras, and this is what he caught. If that was me, I'm taking the baby and I'm leaving. I'm sorry. Either she's possessed or she's trying to get the sleep paralysis demon off of her chest <laughs> to be determined. Okay. That was kind of creepy. I don't know if you could see it up close enough or not, Dave, but her face almost looked like it was morphing in the camera. I don't know. It was creepy. But you know what, guys? Our all creepy. our faces can do that while we're sleeping, unless you get a camera that up close to you while you're sleeping, because Howie is right. He goes, I'm so tired of the term witching hour. Yes, yes. I agree. I always say it's, it's like it's five o'clock somewhere in the world. Same thing with 3 a.m. It's 3 a.m. somewhere yeah. in the world. 3 a.m. someplace. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's always. It's 3 a.m. for the person. Something about the silence. I've got this whole thing I wrote on it. Um, that was a fun video, if nonetheless. I mean, I, was well, I would pulled it up because we kind of talked. I didn't talk to Dave about this. I just went through. I was just looking for creepy video. And that was fun. That was a fun, creepy video. Guys, actually, yes, it's important. Huh? Oh, what happened here? Sorry, it closed Messenger on me. Oh, Why Messenger? Yeah, so go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, did no, I, I wasn't talking. We just, frozen, we just frozen everything. Oh, did uh, that happen? So that's why, you guys, I was going to put up a, a background with a green screen. And I thought, nope, because it's cloudy. It's trying to snow, not quite. And then it's um, with the extra bandwidth that we were going to share stuff. I thought, no, we'll be locking up like crazy. So I didn't. I just yeah, thought. There's, we, a lot of, there's a lot of glitches okay. in that video, but it was fun. But it was a fun video. Well, for all we know, this is want to watch the video that Howie he's got some kind of orb. Yeah, yeah, let's on. watch the Howie video. Howie okay, video. we're not getting to ITC tonight. Doesn't mean we can't do it another night, you guys. Doesn't mean it, or even we still got some more Halloween coming up next week, anyways. So hang yeah. on. I want to make sure I get this. I'll add it to the stage. That's the label it's got. So this is the video that Howie sent. Oh, why is it showing me that? It shouldn't be. Oh, I picked the wrong stream. Sorry, guys. Give me a sec here. Pick the wrong one. Okay. Oh, we got to stop. Hang on, guys. I got to stop. And then we're going to share it again. Sorry about that. Why? I do not understand this. People know I do a podcast Mondays and Thursday nights. And without fail, as of late, everybody they messages me. During my show, <laughs> <laughs> even my twin well, just got a podcast. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, it's like seriously, dude. Seriously, I should be happy though. I'm not complaining. I'm glad he called me. Okay, so let's make sure that's where it's supposed to be. No, it's not because I knew I'd forgotten a button. Oh, same thing to you, Howie. Everybody calls you when you're live, like, and they know when your live show is. They know there's okay. some they feel they just don't know what Howie, i love it i love it how he's got an orb video dun 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 i do like orb and videos because i like, I like a good orb video that's a pet peeve of mine orbs so i know my how girl. he knows what a good orb so okay 
This is Plantation House in Coaton, Virginia. Sorry, guys, I'll go back up in a sec. I want to turn that down just so nobody gets crabby with us. Come on, let me go back up. Oh, gonna be a pain in the neck, guys. Sorry, hang on. Oh, I see it. I don't know if you'll be able to see it though, Howie. I can tell you right now. I can see it. Is that someone with a flashlight down in the yeah, hall? Yeah, it's hard to see. Huh? Yeah, right there. He says he can see. I know you know where to look for it, though, but some people don't. Not done yet, sweetheart. Thank you. I see a light flashing in the background. It looks like somebody's turning a flashlight on and off or it's hitting metal. I see that. I don't see anything at the top of the screen okay, at all. Okay, so how he says no flash. No flash and no investigators. So this was caught on camera. Interesting. So what's, are we, am I looking at that little, am I looking at that little light in the distance? This right here. Right in the background. So was this caught on a static cam? Howie, I'm guessing nobody was in the room. No investigator, no nothing. I didn't see an orb anywhere, but maybe I just can't see it on my screen. And the bright one in the middle? I just see this right here is what I see. For people, I'm pointing to the little flashing light at the back. So it was caught on a static cam. Okay. Well, I'll have to go back there and check it out, but that's pretty interesting. Thank you for sending that. They're going to yeah, I'll look, so at I'll look at that. I'll look at that later. Here. That was pretty Okay, Dem Roger says, I see something at the bottom, then above it. Okay, good. I'm glad you guys could see it because that was the main thing. So you guys could see because sometimes it's hard on the screen. We are almost out of time. How does this happen? Like, it just, I you know. guys, this is the I was, fastest. I, I'm, trying, I'm still trying to look at that video because I was, I was looking way down that hallway. And I saw a light go on and off, and I thought, is that somebody that's, like, signaling somebody with a light? And it, You have to check it out, Dave. We got, like, minutes, like, two minutes to get out of here. So we got to go Yeah, I'll have to look at it later. Anyway, you guys, happy Halloween. Uh, maybe next Thursday we'll try doing something else again. Uh, the stuff that we get at um, that, what is that called? That, uh a ghost spirit box or whatever. Yeah, we can oh, do it next week. Yeah, we can do it next Thursday. But anyway, if anybody wants to get a hold of me, they can go to my website, theywhisperedme.com. You can look for me on TikTok or 
um, Instagram at Medium David Hansel. You can look for me at YouTube and Facebook at The Spirit Experience. Go right ahead, Laura Lee. And Howie said, if you want to see the video more up close, you can check it out on YouTube under ASS and Sam P. I'm going to look at it after this. Uh, hyphen paranormal to see the videos. Sorry, Dave, what were you saying? I'm going to check it out after. Okay. Yeah, um, and if you guys are enjoying the paranormal, hang around. Second night of the outer realm with Michelle DeRoche and Amelia Pisano coming up next. Do not forget Angel Rock next week, Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Halloween -y show. We're having Varla Ventura on. And then Halloween night, it's the UFO Paranormal Radio Network host Halloween panel. We're trying to get most of the hosts there. It's going to start at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is always a ton of fun. Get to talk all things spooky, have fun with y'all. It's going to be a great time so i'm gonna actually put us out with our commercial for that but before i let you go also if you ever want to get a hold of me you can get a hold of me on facebook.com forward slash the angel rock you got a guest suggestion show idea i also do paid readings i offer free paranormal help i also do energy healing and mentoring and have two groups on facebook uh paranormal university for all things paranormal and um, sorry, the Angel Rocket Tribe for more spiritual type things. Happy anniversary weekend to you, Howie. Everybody have a great weekend. Happy Halloween, people are saying. So we love y'all. Thank you so much. You guys make this show what it is. And we love and appreciate y'all so much. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So Dave, shall we try and say our thing that we say? And then I'll hit the promo. Got it. Ready? Okay. One. Stay spooky. Stay spooky for us. <laughs> One, two, three. What's at the foot of your bed? Darn it! One of these days. One of these days. All right, guys. I'll see you on Monday. We'll see you next on Tuesday, too, if you can be there. And definitely next Thursday. Okay. Love y'all. Have a great weekend.